Coming up, what will it take to turn the darkness of the three weeks into a future time of joy? Rebbitz and Heller will explain. Welcome, everyone, to At Home in Jerusalem, the podcast on Aish.com. I'm your host, Heather Dean. And this week, Rebbitz and Sipora Heller is back, and this time to talk with me about the period of time between the 17th of the Hebrew month of Tammuz until the solemn day of Tisha B'Av, called the three weeks. Rebbitz and Heller is an educator, author, and popular speaker to audiences all over the world. She is the co-founder and principal of Benos Avigail Seminary in Jerusalem, Israel, as well as senior faculty member of Neve Yerushalayim College for Women. Welcome back, Robinson Heller, to At Home in Jerusalem. I actually have my home in Jerusalem, oh. and it's a pleasure to be with you. Thank you so much. Okay, so this is a very solemn time that we're talking about. What is meant by decreasing our joy? This is a Jewish idea at this time of year. Yes. The Talmud asks, what is joy? And it answers... Joy is the resolution of doubt. Decreasing joy means confronting the reality that we're in process, we don't see the light at the end of the tunnel quite yet. There is no shortage of sadness and hostility and brutality in the world today. I'm just wondering if there's something about this time of year that's connected to some force of darkness or evil. Yes, nothing is coincidental. When you ask to define time. Time is the progression of change. This is how a physicist would define time. God is the one who authors the progression. So he created different energies in different times of the year. In fact, we even adjust the Jewish calendar to see that Pesach, Passover, always turns out to be in the spring because our time of hope and liberation Mm -hmm. should come out when things are blossoming. These three weeks are at the time which is the end of the harvest season. Everything is dry, everything is over. Okay, and Tzukot will be bringing it in, but this is the end of it. It's in the heat of the year in Israel. Mm -hmm. Okay, and in fact, the Babylonians had a god called Tammuz. It's a god of, of heat, fire, and in a certain sense, consumption. So this is the time the historical event that took place in this time right. okay, begins the 17th of Tammuz, when after arguably the most dramatic positive event in the world's entire history, the Jews being given the Torah, ended in a terrible, terrible tragedy. Mm-hmm. Moshe had gone up to the heavens to bring down the tablets of the law. During his absence, some of the Jews mixed with other people who had come along with them from Egypt, made a golden calf. Mm -hmm. Now you could think when you hear this, I would never do that. (laughs) They didn't know what happened to Moshe. He was gone. Mm -hmm. They were in the middle of the desert. When they built the calf, it wasn't because a golden image created them. It was because they felt they needed an image to give expression to their national identity. They were, in a certain sense, worshipping themselves. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So, why a calf? Why gold? That's a different story. I don't think this has to be discussed right now. But 
That's what it was. It was their identity that they were worshiping. Mm -hmm. Moshe came down from the mountain. He saw what was going on. He let go of the tablets, and they shattered. Why? Because you can't have a marriage that only has one side faithful to the other. It was better for God to say at this point, we aren't having that kind of intimacy in our relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he smashed the tablets on behalf of the people. The people were not keeping up their yes. end of the covenant. Okay. Yes, okay. yes. So this is a period of time that speak, bespeaks many tragedies. I'm going to speak about one of them. The Jews who had new tablets given to them later and who were forgiven by God entered the land. Mm -hmm. And for a while, we did have a model society. We did have critical mass that affected the whole world. The great religions of today, Christianity, Islam, they all base their core on the teachings of the Torah as they admit themselves. And they didn't get it because we went out and shed the light and preached the gospel. They got it because we created a society mm -hmm. that people were exposed to and wanted. Mm -hmm. And then we didn't. Then we slowly began to assimilate the values of the surrounding cultures, idol worship, sexual promiscuity, bloodshed, the prophets warned us again and again and again and again. Mm -hmm. Living in your own land is in order so that you can create this kind of society. It's not an end in itself. They promised us expulsion. The very first step took place on the 17th of Tammuz. The Babylonian troops under Nebuchadnezzar and his general Nebuchadnezzar, names that you are not familiar with and don't want to know about, <laughs> Okay, surrounded the city and broke through the walls. This had enormous, enormous impact. It told us one thing, you know what? We're not impregnable. Mm -hmm. We could want to be, but we're not. So this tragedy ended and culminated with the destruction of the Holy Temple three weeks later on Tisha B'Av, the ninth day of Av. Mm -hmm. So it was a three-week siege that we could barely imagine. Yeah. Food didn't come in, food didn't go out. Mm -hmm. People died in huge numbers. 22,000 Kohanim died defending the temple. But it, it's besides it's the staggering. unimaginable tragedy, what this said to us as a nation, this is what opened us to the exile, that opened up doors, Pandora, Pandora's boxes, that we could never have imagined at the time all of which have a purpose. Mm -hmm. The purpose is that we should learn who we want to be and who we are through facing up to who we aren't and what we don't want to be. Mm -hmm. That's the purpose of exile. Yes. So these 21 days are days of introspection, days in which you could say, you know what, I don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. I have to find the light inside me. Mm -hmm. Therefore, one of the verses in the book of Echa, Lamentations, I want you to hear the verse carefully. It says, Kol hisiguha bein All of those who pursued her caught up to her between the limitations or the destructions. That means all of those who pursued her, who's her, not who pursued it, her. So 
The mystic commentators say all those who pursue the Shechina, the divine presence, can find Hashem in these 21 days by looking at who we aren't and from there mm. discovering who we are. Interesting, interesting. You know, there's also an idea that one day, hopefully this year, um, Tisha B'Av will be a festival day of celebration. And that's a far cry from its current status as the saddest day of the year. So why a festive day in the future? I want to share with you a true story. I have a friend. Her mm -hmm. name is Rizal Eupert. Her father, who died recently, is the one who literally broke the lock on the doors and the great gates in Auschwitz. Hmm. Wow. That day, he had suffered there. He had escaped, became a partisan. That day is the day he had celebrated the rest of his life. Hmm. That's why Tisha B'Av will be a day of celebration. It'll be the day where we finally got out of all of the exiles and all of the pains mm -hmm. and all of the forces of assimilation that wants to find us. Wow, that's pretty intense. <laughs> mm -hmm. Thank you, Rabbi Heller, for sharing with us your thought-provoking insights about the three weeks. Thank you for hearing them, and I hope it'll be a meaningful period of time for all of you. Yes, you should check out H.com's One of a Kind Tisha B'Av section, where you'll find many excellent articles, classes, and other important content that will undoubtedly deepen your understanding of the three weeks and its culmination, the fast of Tisha B'Av. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.